This morning, we will take our text from the book of Psalms, Psalm 34, and we will read the first eight verses. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him, and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him, and delivereth them. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. God is good. Oh, he's so good to us. He provides, he meets, and he supplies all of our needs. All of our needs according, and this is important, according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. When we think about our own personal resources, we would quickly conclude that our own resources are very limited. But if we could somehow contrast that with God's resources, why God has unlimited resources. What, what does God have? What does God own? The, the scripture tells us, oh, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. God created heaven and the earth. God, he just, he owns it all. And as we consider what God has, he, he must have a storehouse that is full of good things and blessings. And to think that when we have needs in our lives and we approach the throne of grace and we bring those needs, we bring those cares, we bring the burdens that may be weighing heavy on our heart, and to think that God will just reach into his storehouse and he will pull out just exactly what you and I need. He may not pull out what we want. The scripture does not say that our God is going to supply all of our wants, but he will supply our needs. That's what his word says. Oh, it is true. We, we all have wants and we all have desires and, and those things that are on our wish list. And, and God is so good because oftentimes he, he even provides those. Oh, he's good to us and, and he takes such good care of us. Don't you appreciate it when you come across people in your life? People that they just keep their word. Isn't that refreshing? When you come across those kinds of people, isn't it refreshing when you do business with people that just keep their word? God keeps his word. God's word is true. And as we consider even the, the promises of God, every one of those promises is true. And oh, it is true that 
that many of God's promises, if not all of them, are conditional. We must meet God's conditions. But as we come to the Lord, as we submit our hearts and our lives to God, as we yield our all to Him, we have full access to God's promises. And those promises will not fail. Oh, it tells us they are exceeding precious. God's promises. He has promised to give us grace to help in time of need. Have we been in need? Of course we have. Has God been there? Of course He has. The Scripture tells us, He says, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. We've seen some things over the past year. We've faced challenges over the past year. Has God forsaken you over the past year? No, He hasn't. He's been right there. He's done just exactly what He said He would do. In fact, isn't it true? Isn't it true that it's through those challenging times of life it's through those difficult times of life when, when, when we realize just how close the Lord is, just how near He is, and God has been with us. He hasn't left us. He hasn't forsaken us. No, His word is true. Well, the psalmist here in the first seven verses, he talks about his own personal experiences and, and, and in his own thoughts about how the Lord has been with him. And how the Lord has been close to him. And the psalmist David, he had been through some very difficult times. He had been through some very challenging times. There were times in his life he, he literally ran for his life. But, but he writes there, he, he writes a number of things. He said, I, I, I sought the Lord. In, in verse four, he said, I sought the Lord and he heard me. We, we can just stop right there and, and we, we can, we, we can relate to that. When we came to Jesus and then we had a need of a savior, when we had need of his great salvation, oh, we, 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 we prayed. We prayed in honest prayer. We sought the Lord. And what did we find? Oh, we, we found he heard us. The Lord heard us. He said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me. From all my fears. Oh, we, we can find great comfort in that. You, you know, the, this world, it just seems like it's becoming more and more of a fearful place. But, but when the Lord is with us and, and, and he's, he's right beside us, we don't have to fear. No, he takes care of us. God is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. He went on to say, this poor man cried. And the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. All of his troubles. And David was one that had experienced many, many troubles. He went on to say, The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth him. The angel of the Lord. In Psalm 91, we read those words. He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. The study of angels really is, is, is so very, very interesting. But we, we know and understand a little bit about security operations. We know and we understand a little bit 
about the Secret Service and how they they watch over and they protect our presidents and even our retired presidents and sometimes even others. And sometimes when you watch those people, you know the Secret Service is there. You know they're on guard, but, but sometimes you, you can't even tell. Sometimes you don't even recognize who all is, is part of, of that security operation. But the child of God, oh, the true child of God, why, why we have, we have a secret service uh, that is second to none. He, he said, the angel of the Lord encampeth around about them uh, that fear him. Uh, why God will dispatch his angels uh, to protect you, to watch over you and, and me. When we have needs in our life, when we find ourselves in, in harm's way, when we find ourselves in difficult situations, uh, God will do whatever is necessary to protect you. That's, that's how good God is. And so these first seven verses... The psalmist, he is, he is writing about his experience and about the goodness of God. But we get to verse 8, and the psalmist turns the table. And it's as though he is saying, this is what I have experienced. This is what I have found walking with the Lord. Now, how about you? Now it's your turn. Taste and see. Try it for yourself and see if, if, if serving God isn't just as good as what I have found it to be. Taste and see that the Lord is good. We have many parents here and many grandparents. And I'm sure each one here has experiences with young kids coming to the dinner table. And as mom and dad... Uh, put the food on their plates. Sometimes the young ones might say, I, I don't want any of that. Why don't you want any of that? I, I don't like that. How do you know you don't like that? Have you ever tasted it? Well, no, but I know I don't like it. Isn't that true? Some, sometimes it might be the, the color of the food. Sometimes it might be the, the texture of the food. And as mom and dads and grandmas and grandpas, why well, I guess it's our job to, to become a little creative and, and maybe you uh, try to season it a little better or add some butter or mix the vegetables in with the mashed potatoes or whatever is necessary. Well, you've got to try it. You can't just say, I, I don't like it. No, no, taste and see. And that's, that's how it is with, with young kids at times. But it's not just kids, is it? No, no. Sometimes it's, it's the adults as well. And, and it's not always food either. In Chehalis, I, I, I work for the, the county in the fleet division. And a number of years ago, 17 years ago, I applied for a, a new position. And, and I, I've been there ever since. But I remember the first year in that position, my, I, I do purchasing. And I, I purchase uh, rolling stock vehicles, uh, uh, heavy-duty road construction equipment. And, and it, in my duties, I also purchase emergency vehicles for our sheriff's department. And I remember the first year in that position, I was getting ready to order a fleet of brand-new police interceptors, uh, patrol cars. And, and I had all my specifications, and I, I wanted it to be right. 
I, I, I was just, I didn't want any mistakes. And I remember going over and over my, my, my paperwork and my specifications, double checking and triple checking my work. And finally, I, I placed the order. And several months later, came to work one morning. The patrol cars had arrived. I had them shipped to a compound yard a few miles south of town. And I came into the office that morning, got a phone call. They said, the patrol cars have arrived. They're here. The only problem is they're the wrong color. And my heart sunk. And so I went to my file cabinet. I pulled the file. And I thought, what did I do? I, I pulled all my paperwork out. And I began to look it over. Everything was correct. I'd ordered the right color. And long story short, I, I did order the right color, but Ford Motor Company had changed the color, but they kept the color code and the color name the same. And now, but now it's different. We made a phone call to the sheriff's department, explained the situation. They didn't seem to be too concerned. As long as the new cars were there, they were happy. But later that morning, one of the sergeants came in. And he was scheduled to get one of those brand new cars, and he was not happy. He did not like that color at all. He's actually a nice fellow. I, I still get along good with him. But he was not happy that morning. We tried to explain to him what had happened. We explained to him. We called the undersheriff and talked to him. Everything's fine. He still wasn't happy. We had the keys. He said, here's the keys. Why don't you take one of those brand new interceptors for a drive? We think you're going to like it. There were some new upgrades. There were some new options. You're really going to like this. No, no. There, there was something there that was blocking him. He couldn't get past the color. Not interested. Finally, someone suggested, why don't you, why don't you take one of your deputies' older patrol cars that has the color you like and you make one of your deputies take the brand new car? Well, that was a brilliant idea, he said. But we said, before you do that, take the keys. Take the keys, try it. Just try it. He finally, reluctantly, took the keys and he left. About a half hour later, we get a phone call. He's on his cell phone driving down Interstate 5. He calls us and he says, this is a really nice car. Yes, we, we, we told you that. We tried to explain that to you. No, no, he said, this is really, really nice. It has lots of options. It has lots of upgrades. I really, really like it. Well, good. We're, we're glad to hear that. He says, it is so nice. I'm going to keep it. Well, well, good. He says, now all I have to do is call my deputy back and tell them they can't have the new car after all. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, God is good. And he will exceed our expectations. Sometimes, sometimes you, you talk to people about the Lord. Sometimes you try to explain to people about this great salvation. Uh, sometimes you try to tell them the joy that they will experience. Sometimes you try to tell people about that peace from heaven, that peace that passes all understanding. And sometimes we run out of words. And sometimes we just get to that point where we tell them, you just have to try it. Or you just have to try Jesus. Oh, if you'll just taste and see, don't take my word for it. No, try it yourself. Experience salvation for yourself. Oh, God is good. Oh, he is so good to us. Many of you here know Brother Gilbert Prosky. He lived here for many years. And for the last few years, he's been living in Chehalis. He has family there and they take good care of him there. 
But uh, from time to time, you might hear him quote that passage from Psalm 37, 25. It says, I was young, but now I'm old, yet have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. Isn't that true? But but, but he he, he kind of emphasizes that part. I was young, but now I'm old. You see, Brother Gilbert is going to have a birthday here in July. And and he's going to be celebrating his 100th birthday. And... Uh, but 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 he he loves the Lord. Oh, and God has been so good to him. And when he can, he'll he'll make the trek downstairs to the to the prayer room in our in our church there. Oh, he carries a a burden for these meetings. He, he carries a burden for the for the saints of God. And he carries a burden for the requests that are read. He carries a burden for his family. And, and oh, how he how he prays. He just loves to pray. And from time to time, he will stand to his feet in, the, in our little sanctuary there in Chehalis. And he'll give praise. And he'll give thanks to God for his goodness. He will hearken back to the day when, uh, when, when he was born in the place where he grew up, down in the state of Texas. And there was a young boy. There was just a little bit of light that came his way. Just enough light to, to, for him to know he needed to be saved. Just enough light to know he, he could receive salvation. And as a young boy, I don't believe he, he was even a teenager yet, he prayed and God saved him, changed his life. And, and then he would, as he would stand and tell his story, he would tell how now that was all the light he had. But a few years later, he was in the, uh, the, the U.S. service and he was stationed up by close to Port Angeles, Washington. And somehow, uh, some of the saints there make contact with him and begin to explain to him, you can be sanctified. You can experience God's sanctifying power. Oh, Brother Gilbert, that sounded good to him. And he began to pray, and the Lord sanctified him. Oh, later on, he, 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 he tell how, how the Lord, he, uh, he, as he sought the Lord, he received the promise of the Father, the infilling of the Holy Ghost. But Brother Gilbert, he would stand and, and he would just hearken back to, to the blessings and the goodness of God. And oftentimes there will be tears running down his face, just thanking Jesus for his goodness. Oh, why there's no way a person could talk him out of what he's received. Oh, then there, there is no way that someone could take away that treasure that he has found in Jesus. Oh, the Lord, he's, he's been so good to him. He's done so much for him. Just like here, we, we, we've been so blessed even watching these meetings. And we have so appreciated uh, the testimonies, uh, the, the saints, some of the testimonies I haven't heard in a long time. Others I probably have never heard, but, but each one tells their own story. Individuals who came from different, different walks of life, different avenues, but they tell how they came to Jesus and how they received a salvation and the change that is made in their life and how the Lord didn't leave them way back there, but he's with them day by day. And isn't that how it is? Why, my God, he doesn't leave us to, to walk this way on our own. Oh, no, he's with us every step of the way. We read in our scripture reading this morning about the children of Israel. And, and how, how the Lord had, oh, he was so good to them. 
Oh, he had taken such good care of them and, and, and he provided for them. He gave them a miraculous deliverance from Egypt. Egyptian bondage. Uh, he, as, as he, uh, sent those plagues on the Egyptians. And, and yet God's people were spared. That, that's a picture of, of, of how God takes care of his own. That, that's a picture of how God takes care of his people. And, and they, they, they finally were able to make their departure. They made their exodus. And, and they left. And they, they got out there close to the Red Sea. And that's when Pharaoh changed his mind. Had a change of heart. And, and he rallied the troops. And he had all the, the, the chariots there. The chariots of, of Egypt. He had his, his military. Uh, probably horsemen. And the people saw that. And they became fearful. And they became afraid. They murmured. And they complained. But, but that they had seen already what God had done. They had been eyewitnesses to the mighty power of God. And they saw how God delivered them and brought them out to, to where they were. God will not leave us, nor forsake us. And he was not about to leave his people there either. They cried out to Moses. And what did Moses say? He says, fear not. Fear ye not. Stand still. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he's going to do today. Sometimes we, we just have to stop and see. Sometimes we have to stop and reflect on the goodness of God. Reflect on the prayers that he has answered. Reflect on the things that he has done for you. Oh God, he is so good. Well, 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 he was good. They got him across the Red Sea. They walked across on dry ground. A miracle in itself. And then they were able to turn around and watch and see what God was going to do. Uh, Pharaoh and his army, the chariots, the horsemen, uh, the, the entire military, uh, they pursued. But God was there. God took care of the problem. God, God specializes in taking care of problems. He specializes in, in those things that, uh, that, 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 that bother us, the things that concern us, uh, the things that weigh heavy on our hearts. And later on, as they begin to journey uh, through the wilderness, the, the children of God, uh, they became hungry. Uh, did God leave them? No, no, God provided for them. He sent the quail. God sent the manna from heaven. Oh, he provided for them. And then the people became thirsty. But God was right there. God was right there. And he provided that fresh drinking water from the most unlikely place. Why he provided that water from the rock. And, and it seems as though God was doing this uh, to make an impression on the hearts of his people. That they would never forget what God had done. Oh, that they would never forget how good God was to them and how God took care of them. Well, he's the same today. God is the same today. He hasn't changed. In fact, when we think about uh, tasting and seeing the goodness of God, it's only going to get better. If we look at the, the world around us, if you scan the news headlines of the day, how many things do you see? How many things do you read that are encouraging? How many things do you read that are uplifting? Not, not very many. But, the, but God's people, 
we have a hope. Jesus said, he said, I go to prepare a place for you. Well, he also said, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again. Oh, Jesus is coming again. Our hope is not in the world. Our hope is not in, in what the world can offer us. Uh, no, the, the, the prospects of that don't look good at all. Uh, but our hope is in Jesus. When we make it to heaven, uh, why we will be forever enjoying uh, the goodness and the blessings of God. Oh, and God has good things uh, for them that love him. Uh, God has blessings for us even here today. Taste and see that the Lord is good. This morning, have you tried Jesus? Have you tried this great salvation that he has provided for each one? Have you tried? Have you experienced God's sanctifying power? This morning, God's mercy and God's grace are flowing in ample supply. God has what, what we need. God knows what we need. He's here this morning to bless his people. He is here this morning to impart more of his goodness. We have an opportunity here. We're going to close here and have a time to pray, a time to look heaven's way, a time to thank the Lord for what he's done, but a time to seek the Lord for, for those things that we need in our lives. God, God has what you need. God has what you desire. The Lord is here. He is in this place. And we're going to have a time to look to the Lord. Song number 636.